Nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. Joe Souchere. It's fitty. Yes, sir. Succeeded high expectations already. 50 degrees? That's what I'm talking about. When is Howie Padilla going to call us? Uh, at his convenience, he was in route. He was not in the office. So uh, when he's available, he will call us and straighten out everything you need to know. That's a good question. I had the same question you had. Have. Well, if I say the question now, you know perfectly well that GLers will call and give us the answer. Don't I want to wait. It. Let's, let's wait uh, it's for a the, light rail question I had. It's you're a light a, rail question. You're not a good waiter. I do, I'm not. I'm a He's bad not. So, Howie, hurry up. I mean, it's, uh, you know, waiter. let's go. I have a question. This is not the question you were thinking about, though. 646-8255-877-615-1500. Don't worry, Director of Social Media. It is not a President Trump question. Thank you. If anybody oh. in the listening audience has read A Gentleman in Moscow, I have a question about the ending. And I talked to a guy this morning who I knew who read it, and I happen to have disagreed with his answer. Okay. I have not read it. A wonderful, so you know, wonderful book. I can't re- recommend it highly enough. A Gentleman in Moscow. It's just wonderful. Wonderful. You're big on the Russian books. Wonderful. Fake news. Yeah, you are anti-Trump. <laughs> we found it. Yes, it is. Anti-Trump. He's Russian. <laughs> He's with the Russians. Stop all the investigation. It's it's, it's a novel. It's a novel. Look it up and pronounce (laughs) the author's name for me. He lied to the FBI. Damn it. (laughs) (sighs) But I, you know, has anybody in the GL audience read A Gentleman in Moscow? Because the ending had me very confused, and, and I didn't even want it to end. That's how much I liked it. Really? I didn't want it to end. Okay. I know a gentleman in the Did bottom. Get me the guy's name of a Moscow mule. Rook, the author's name. I uh, asked. We're looking for it right I'm now. I'm on it. Mm-hmm. He's got it. Mm-hmm. Moscow, right here. So I think it's the guy's first book. He's a banker by trade or investment guy, and he just a more toes. Spell the last name. Oh, hold on here. My screen. Tolls. T o w l e s. Amor, A M O R, Amor Tolls. Amor Tolls. It's just, it's just brilliant. It's just wonderful. Amor Mm-hmm. Mother is rumbling. Uh, official geologist Stacy uh, informs us that in the last day we've had many large earthquakes and one big one of note in Delaware, five point one Chesapeake Bay region, six point zero Eastern Iran, six point zero Eastern New Guinea and Papua New Guinea. 6.7 Central Mid-Atlantic Range. Mother's swimsuit area is undergoing digestive stress. Yikes. Deep in the uh, deep in the swimsuit area. 
director of social media, see if those callers, those GLers. Really quick. Yeah, I will. But I just wanted to pass along one thing. I looked up Amor Towels. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, obviously, They're American, I think. Uh, novelist. He's best known for, he's got a best-selling uh, novel, in addition to the one that you mentioned, in 2011, Rules of Civility. Really? Rules of Civility. That's the that. only other piece of work I can find from All right. him. All right. I'm on it. See if those callers have my answer. The the uh, the protagonist at the end of the book he meets a gal uh, at an inn in rural Russia. Okay. And and I think there's I think there's confusion as to who that woman is. I see. But to go in, is this is this going to help? Jeff, did you read the book? Sure did. Did you like it? Oh, it's fantastic! Wasn't it wonderful? At the end. Uh, Rostov is wandering around his village, right? And he comes across his burned-out family estate. Am I on the right track? Are you with me? Yeah. And then he wanders into the village, uh, and the book ends with him uh, seating himself at a table where there is a woman with a touch of gray in her hair and described as willowy. You with me? Okay. Yeah. Who do you think that woman was? I think it was the lady who invented Tetris. <laughs> you know, he got I, me. He, he got me. I I thought he read the book, hey, and I was waiting. I'll, to... <laughs> I'll give it to him because most of the times I can sniff him out. He he had me hook, line, and sinker. Was that Francis? You know, it's not enough. In a different voice. You know, it's not enough. Might have been that I have to put up with you two, right? You got Larry falling down on the job here, and he lets this knucklehead in. I, he sold it. Well, I, he's like, Did he yeah, sell I read, it well? I read the book. I loved it. The mayor's right. I thought, oh, okay. Sounds enthusiastic. I'll. Never mind. Did anybody even read the book? The lady that invented Tetris. What is Tetris? <laughs> it's a video game. It was when you take different shapes and you turn them so you get complete, flat, and filled out lines. <laughs> and every time you get four lines... Uh, they disappear. It's gonna be one of those days. Just once, I wish that you <laughs> know. Maybe, maybe things would go smoothly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wonder if Howie has read the book. Howie Padilla, yeah, from uh, Metropolitan Transit. Yep, spokesman. Yeah, that won't come up. I have other things okay. I need to, to discuss. Got it. But wait a minute. Were you attempting to? Was that a spoiler alert? I mean, you, are you yeah, allowed to give the out book, the, the, the ending of a book like the Russian ending of a movie? cafe? Uh, with babushka, I don't think that I don't think that apparently not because nobody's read the book anyway. So <laughs> except for Jeff and the lady, a that Russian army of one, Zelayodachi. As I say, uh, they ever say good luck in that book because that's what Russian Zelayodachi. Apparently, it is enough. Is it spicy? I have great Russian voice today. The uh, Wild one last night. Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're afraid. <clears throat> it wasn't Reed College, yes, right? Your did. question. What? Your question wasn't Reed College, was it? Evergreen. Evergreen. Okay. Evergreen State. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I asked. I asked. Moron number one. Where is this? 
Evergreen State College in yes. Washington has previously come up on the show, and I know why. Okay, then you save oh, it. You're it's it's. Uh, I I knew it was it was. It, you can tell me now and be a genius. A decline you know? of the academy. It well, had, it is a decline of the academy segment. It was the professor. Who, Didn't he get drummed off campus? Yes, because he refused. He was a white professor that yep. refused oh. to. Um. Uh. It was it's kowtow the right word? I forget yeah. what whatever whatever. Um. Is he the one that said diversity is uh, a fact and it's not? No, they were staging a walkout and he refused and he still had his class yeah. and then he was basically That's right. ridiculed. That's right. Oh, it's a little so. uh, it's a little Mysterian hotbed there in uh, in uh, Washington State. I got it's, it. It's I got it. No, he's the genius. Now he came up with it. Yeah, you got it, Reavers. You got it. We're done. Yeah. We're Thank done. You. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. My flashlight guy was here today, Doug Anderson. Oh, yeah. Uh, talked to him at the fair, and he had a special flashlight uh, that he was tracking down, and it arrived, and he brought it today. You know, you got to have people. You do have people. You it's got about, a lot it's people. about as long as a cigarette and bigger around, and it's a floodlight. It's just unbelievable. And you can recharge it. Just incredible. Well, yeah, I got news. I got news for him that uh, you got a full collection. Yeah, hey, I Joe. told him let's make this the last one. I'm, I'm, I'm no, going. No, no, no. Send it some this yeah. way. We yeah. got. Uh, you know what I have at my home? He's right- got some good flashlights. Yeah. You know what I have at my home right now in the kitchen? Oh, one of those plastic dollar twenty nine ones from Walgreen, and you can't find the batteries. Probably, but I'm going to need it when I get home because not another project. Yeah. No. The the ceiling fan and light in the kitchen <laughs> went... That's, that's beyond listen, your ability. went kaput. Yeah. So I disassembled it, huh. and now I realize that when I go home tonight, it's going to be dark when I have to put the new one up. Mm-hmm. And I have a thing. I, I tested the electricity. I found where that thing is, so I, I can see when it was hot, and it's completely turned off. So if I don't die tonight, right. I'm going to... Uh, I'll take pictures. I'm going to put in a new light in the kitchen. Do you like my chances? No. No. No, not no. at all. The faucet's still working fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe, really quick. Yes. Email. Yes. I forwarded it to you. Yes. Uh, it's from Tim. Amor Towels has an entire web page where he answers questions about his book. Really? Here is the author's answer to Joe's specific oh, question. Oh, good. Do you, would you like it? Please. Okay. Quote, or the, is this another my no, no, leg no, no, getting pulled? No, right? no, yeah. t- Tim Tetris. emails all the time. Tim's all legit. Right. I and, and and I forward this to you, so if you want to go on the website. I, yeah. On the book's last page, an individual is sitting in a tavern. Some readers are unsure of who this individual is. Okay, all, don't tell me because I'm going to guess, but finish your sentence. Okay. All I can tell you is that the person sitting in that tavern is described by a specific adjective which has been used throughout the novel to describe a specific character. Willowy. So if, you, if you've if you read closely, you should know the answer Then it's Anna, Anna the actress. Just like we said. Like we said. He put the puzzle together. Is it Anna? I have no idea. 
Well, that, I thought that, you were reading me the, the, that's the, the author's no, answer. That is the author's answer. He's making you think, yeah, and he's making you work me, for it. The answer. I like that he, that he Who do answers you want it, it to that be? way. There's three possibilities who it could be. Right. This is a ridiculous conversation to have because I'm talking to two morons who can't recite the alphabet, much less have read this book. Anna the actress, uh, Connie the candle, or uh, Terry Penelope, the Tetris guy. Terry the Tetris guy. It can either be the daughter that he raised, not not the bi- he he was not the biological father. Okay, I'm going with that. It could either be the daughter he raised or her mother, or an actress with whom he's consorted over the length of the book. So this is obviously going to continue. This is going to be a series. No, no, I, I no, it's a. I, oh. I imagine it's a standalone book. Willowy, huh? Willowy. He's not going to be able to function now. I'm, I am. I'm really stymied. You're going to just think about this the rest of the show, right? Well, then it's then it's <clears throat> Nina. It's the mother of the uh, child he raised. Yep. She came back for a little bite to eat, a burger basket. In the old Russian cafe. <laughs> no, some came over for some little pierogies. You know, seriously? Yeah, I wonder what they had to seriously, eat. Seriously, a principal character in the book is a chef, and you would enjoy, oh, seriously, okay. you would enjoy the uh, the Culinary. descriptions of food. and Everything is related. Everything comes from food, and that's really the base of everything is food. Not even joking. And the name of the book, by the way. I can argue with you. Yeah. Gentleman in Moscow. Is that what I said? Is that what it's called? I believe so. Gentleman in Moscow, because yeah. people are emailing and asking. Yeah. Why did you write? Why did you read this book? It was recommended to me by others. Uh, in what? That I would enjoy it. Hmm. And I enjoyed it immensely. I can't recommend it highly enough. But you don't know anything about this author. No, it's the first my first exposure to him. Okay. I think he's an investment banker. Has, yeah, you said he left. Uh, this extraordinary gift for writing. Just wonderful. Yeah, he had another one in 2011, you said. Or that's you what said. Wikipedia page said. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, it can be one of three women. I'm thinking now that it has to be Nina. I don't know. I don't think it's Nina. White House reportedly overrun with cockroaches, mice, and ants. What? No. The White House is full of vermin. A number of work orders at the White House showed is overrun with cockroaches and mice, which is take which have taken up residence in the Situation Room as well as in the mess hall in the basement of the West Wing. NBC News reported mouse traps were also set outside Vice President Mike Pence's outer office, along with the ground floor of the West Wing. Wow, this can't happen. This I, is America's house. I this is a, our shed. I have a theory about this. It appears the traps worked later. Entries noted dead mice with one request. Read, Boy, when you print something from the New York Daily News, it's almost agate-sized type. <clears throat> uh, one request reading, landscape shop to check all traps in the West Wing because they're smelling. Everything is funky. Something is something funky or dead mouse. Ooh. In addition to dealing with the pressures of the job, Chief of Staff John Kelly has to contend with the colony of ants living in his office. The Oval Office bathroom was also in need of a new toilet seat. With the and this goes on and on and on. I have a couple of observations. Uh, are we to is and I wouldn't put it surprised. I wouldn't put it past the Daily News. They're an anti-Trump newspaper. 
Do you think that uh, the the implication is that the vermin arrived with the Trump entourage? Yeah, I think that's what they're implying. Because it did not. Obviously, it did not. Right, they don't move. It's in a that big fast. old drafty place, and mice like to go indoors in the winter. And, right. and uh, uh, the problems that they're having in the White House now would be no different than the problems that the Obama administration might have encountered, or Bush, or Clinton, or going way back. Right. But so this would not have made it to the newspaper under the Obama presidency, which is my hypothesis. Correct. This would not have made, and it's all over, and it's almost reported with glee. And and again, the intimation is that Trump Trump's arrival uh, coincided with the arrival of vermin. Right. It, it's, it couldn't Cockroaches, be plainer. It's as plain as the nose on your face. It's well, ridiculous. It doesn't smell right. And then how are you to trust... And I didn't ever want to go down this road because I want us to be able to trust news gathering. You have to be careful. In GL, we're we're learning how to do it. You have to be careful. But NBC squashed a story or quashed a story about Harvey Weinstein because they thought it would lead to the discovery of the Matt Lauer stuff. Well, that's not, that's dishonesty. Yeah, you really need to have. But that's also then you know one of those uh, liberal producers saying. Hey, we can't do this. This what is going to be a bunch of BS. Uh, so we got vermin. We got a, We need a bathroom seat. Uh, you know the whole deal. Uh, other instructions shine a light on the ways in which the Trumps are making the White House their own. Drapes were installed in Melania Trump's office with specific instructions from the designer that read, "I would like the drapery to break the floor, touching but not puddling." Uh, okay. Did Michelle uh, request things that we never were aware of? This well, is... she had to have. I mean, remember, everything that Michelle Obama did was 100% positive through the press. Everything she did, she was just the top drawer. She was the best ever. I'm just submitting to you two things, and it's a it's a sorry commentary on the state of news gatherers. That the, the, what, what we're to take from that is that the vermin arrived with Trump. Right. And two... I can guarantee you that story, uh, A, is it, it's a non-story. It's a, There is no story. Right. It's like telling me that a guy in Montana has to set some mice traps around his right. barn. It's a non-story. And it's a story that would not have appeared uh, in the Obama presidency. Commencing Garage Logic segment number three. Here's John Hayes. Thank you, Joe. It's cloudy and 50 degrees. Vikings, of course, on the road this Sunday where they will play the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, this morning, Falcons coach Dan Quinn did confirm quarterback Desmond Trufant is out for Sunday's game. Timberwolves in action tonight. They're on the road where they will play the Oklahoma City Thunder. And the Gopher men's hockey team in action this weekend. Both games at home. Wisconsin in for games tonight and tomorrow evening. I thought the Thunder were one of the Cracker Jack clubs in the league. Well, they, they were supposed some, uh, to be. They have some talent, but it's not working They're in last out. place. Yeah, they are. They are not good. Huh. News notes from today. As part of a plea deal, former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn has admitted that a senior member of the Trump transition team directed him to make contact with Russian officials in December of 2016. Flynn pleaded guilty to making false, fictitious, and fraudulent statements to the FBI regarding conversations with Russia's ambassador at the time. Prosecutors with the Office of Special Counsel Robert Mueller says Flynn 
falsely stated to the FBI that he had not talked about sanctions with the then-Russian ambassador. The government did not reveal the identity of the senior transition official. U.S. District Court Judge Rudolph Contreras said during Flynn's plea hearing, the government will decide how effectively Flynn is cooperating as part of the plea agreement. Flynn didn't speak in court other than to say he would plead guilty. He's the fourth person charged in connection with Mueller's wide-ranging investigation into possible coordination between Russia and the Trump campaign to influence the outcome of the 2016 election. Meanwhile, White House lawyer Ty Cobb said Flynn's guilty plea does not implicate anyone other than Mr. Flynn. Cobb stated Flynn worked in the White House for only 25 days. He also said the false statements involved mirror the false statements to White House officials, which resulted in his resignation in February of this year. President Trump declined to answer questions about Flynn's guilty plea this morning as he welcomed Libyan Prime Minister Fayez Sarraj to the White House. White House also canceled the scheduled opportunity for reporters to question Trump about Flynn's plea. A source who advises the administration on strategy said this was expected. The source said poor judgment, but it was expected. Trump fired him for lying to Vice President Mike Pence. Of course, he lied to the FBI, too. First list of the first 19 artists will take part in the Minnesota Sound Concert Series, which will take place on the Nicolette Mall in the days leading up to Super Bowl 52 at U.S. Bank Stadium were announced at a press conference this morning. The 10-day concert series being overseen by Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis is part of Super Bowl Live, which will open daily on the Nicolette Mall beginning January 26th and running through the day of the game. The event free to the public will span six blocks from South 12th Street to South 6th Street, According to the Minnesota Super Bowl Host Committee website, the list of expected performers include Idina Menzel, the voice of Elsa in Disney's Frozen, Bob Mould, Kobe, Dessa, the Jayhawks, the Jets, Morris Day in the Time, Mint Condition, New Power Generation, New Power Soul, The Revolution, Sheila E., Soul Asylum, The Sounds of Blackness, the Steels, Stokely Williams, The Suburbs, and Vocal Essence. Cool. Uh, what is this? It's all the concerts. <laughs> Followed do, by do you Chris show, Hockey. Joe? No, I yeah. haven't been. What is this? It's the lo- concert list leading up to the Super Bowl. Every That's night a lot of acts. Day. Well, they, they do it every night. I see. Like for, venues for everywhere. How much, Just, days or how much like is that? it, Johnny? Do we know? Do you listen to the show? I uh, missed that. They they are, they're all that. free. Oh, they Rook, are all free. Rook, are you listening? Are they all free performing shows. on every night? The same? Yep. I'm going Johnny's upset. I, I'm so sorry. No, no, free concerts see, leading up to the Super Bowl. Leading up to the Super Bowl. See, they, uh, each night there's a different concert. They don't all for play instance, the same night. That's correct. For instance, Menzel will open the series January 26th. Okay. Uh, Prince's old band, The Revolution, and Sheila E. and Morris Day in the Time. Yeah. They're part of a Prince night. January where, where do 20th. they play? Oh, my God. Where... where? <laughs> Where really? Where is really? the, Where is to go the to? event? Well, as I said, it's free and open to the public and spans a six-block area from South 12th Street to South 6th Street. Are they playing outside? I, I don't believe they'll be playing outside in winter. It's probably some I, venues. I so you walk so. inside. Well, that or they'll be the roads will be closed, and I'm sure there'll be like heated tents and whatnot outside if it's going to be a free concert. Prince Night would be fun to go to. Yeah, that would be fun. That's January 29th, if you're wondering. And that's free, John. And I, I'll tell you that again in two minutes in case okay. you forget. <laughs> Didn't Indina Menzel, she sang the anthem at the All-Star Game when uh, I was she here. She did, yes. I yeah. believe you're correct. Yes. Yes, she has a, a wonderful voice. I thought she did a great job. She's the one that John Travolta couldn't uh, pronounce her name, remember? At the oh, that's right. Yeah. Awards show. Yeah. Had a hard time with it. Because if they all played at the same time, it wouldn't sound very good. <laughs> okay, we all clear now? Yep. Yep. I'm going to move on to a different story. <laughs> all right. Okay.
<laughs> that was the concert story. Now you're going to do a different one. Yes. Got what it. night are the Jayhawks playing? <laughs> no, I don't have that listing right here. Sorry. Okay. okay. Prince, uh, no, that's the story I just read. Federal prosecutors have indicted four alleged members of a North Minneapolis gang in a gun and drug conspiracy that included the August killing of a rival gang member. The charges announced by the U.S. Attorney's Office detail activities that span more than a year and document an ongoing war between members of the 1-9 Block Dipset. Yeah, those are my favorite gang members. The, the Dipset. Yeah. The Trey Trey Crips and the Young and Thuggin Gangs. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that uh, T-H-U-G-G-I-N apostrophe? It, or? it is, yes. You're wasting your yes. lives, young men. Yes. And the N is just an N. So oh, young okay. dash and dash thuggin. Three alleged members of the I nine block dipset gang are in custody awaiting court. Why am appearances. I talking to them? Do you think they're listening to Garage? I, I would doubt it. I don't think so. <laughs> maybe maybe podcast know. one. Savvy podcast. Yeah. Yeah. According to the indictment, rival gangs waged a struggle over a territory for drug distribu- a distribution and retaliated for prior bloodshed, including shooting deaths on both sides. You like a nice surf and turf? Yeah, the uh, <clears throat> it really has to be a, some good lobster. Yeah, kind of got the hankering for it. <laughs> Let's go. Where do you want to take me? I don't know. You guys are working, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, Just but everything's it. based on food. Remember, everything revolves around food. What no. was the Clinton presidency? Was that was a based. that was a food based presidency. presidency. I now know why you don't have the TV on in there when you do the show. Right, it's a bit distracting. <laughs> uh, Tiger is going to be in the lead here shortly. He's playing really well. Did somebody play like me, though, and really lose their ball and had 12 people looking for the golf ball? Tommy Fleetwood. A Wi-Fi network with the name Bomb on board caused a Turkish Airlines flight to make an emergency landing after passengers became alarmed. The flight was on its way to Nairobi from its departure city of Istanbul when the suspiciously titled Wi-Fi network was detected. The flight then had to make an emergency stop at Sudan's Khartoum Airport. The airplane and all of its passengers were thoroughly inspected by security. After nothing harmful was detected, all 100 passengers boarded the plane again, and the flight carried on safely. Turkish Airlines said experts say the Wi-Fi network in question was created on board the plane. but No irregularities were seen after security procedures were carried out and passengers were brought back on the plane once boarding restarted. Now, Wi-Fi networks, of course, can be created on cell phones and other devices, and individuals have the capability to name them whatever they want. Turkish Airlines did not clarify whether authorities were able to identify which passenger created and therefore named that particular Wi-Fi network. Not funny. Not funny, no. A retirement community resident made ricin and tested the deadly toxin on her neighbors by putting it on their food or in beverages over a period of weeks, according to investigators. How did it work? Well, it didn't hurt anybody. Well, she blew it then. Betty Miller told... That's a name for somebody right. in a retirement community, isn't yep. it? Betty Miller told an FBI agent she wanted to injure herself and was testing the poison's effectiveness on other residents at the Wake Robin Senior Living Facility. You know what they said when they discovered it was Betty Miller? What? That has Betty Miller written all over it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Police were called to the a senior community on a Tuesday after Miller told health care providers she had manufactured the ricin and placed it on other residents' food and beverages. No residents reported symptoms, though, of ricin poisoning. Is this the? Is this in Florida? Uh, yes. Is this the one where everyone there is horny as hell? I, <laughs> you ever hear about that one? I did. No. Yeah, it's in central Florida, and they're all just horn toads. They're really? Just, yeah, they just 
They're nuts. Come right out of the mobile RV park Absolutely. and just, how you doing? Yep. So now we know where Garrison's going. I guess he could live there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miller said she harvested 30 to 40 castor beans from plants growing on the property and made two to three tablespoons of the poison twice in her kitchen. Uh, even though it didn't bother any of the residents when investigators tested it, it definitely was ricin. In fact, Rook, if Garrison were to check in, how would he select the room? Would he go to the front desk and ask, or how would he do that? Not sure where to go with this one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's do Dave Dahl then. Yeah. Whoa. Did you ever think common sense would be this much fun? Joe Souchere. Here's Dave Dahl. Thank you, Joe. A lot of clouds out there, but we're up to 50 even with the cloud cover. Mid 50s right to our south and southern Minnesota. So we're going to get up into the lower 50s, I think, before it starts to cool down. The clouds are going to hang around, uh, but then turning partly cloudy late tonight, low down to 30. Tomorrow, back up to 48 for the high. Really nice weekend is shaping up. Sunday even looks pretty good, especially in the morning, 48. But by late afternoon or evening, we could get some showers to form. Uh, it doesn't look like a great chance for that. But Sunday night into Monday, better chance for rain. And then it changes over to snow as the colder air arrives on Monday. Temps will slide from 40 in the morning to the lower 30s by the afternoon. That's when that changeover occurs. So I think Monday afternoon, Monday evening could be a really slow go around here into early Tuesday. Uh, definitely some accumulating snow is a possibility by Tuesday morning. Tuesday's high, only 23. 20 for the high on Wednesday as well as Thursday. And then by Friday, we're back up to 26 for the high. But overnight lows getting down to single digits for, uh, I think, the first time this season. Right now, Joe, heading for a high of about 52. We're at 50. All right, thank you. Uh, Dave, go ahead, please. Is it Dave or Dale? Dale. Dale, I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. Uh, when? Why do you even talk about a good book with those morons? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. But, but but you know, he, he goes back to where his estate was. Right. And he finds it burned down. Right. And he, he goes there because he wants to smell the apple blossoms again. Right. And he goes into the inn, and he meets Anna because she's described as willowy right. a couple of times in the book. Yeah, I knew for a fact it wouldn't be Sophia. No. No. She's in the United States. Uh, that's true. And Nina, I can assume, is dead. I, I've always concluded that she died. Well, she just kind of disappeared. She disappeared, but I think she died in the famine out in the hinterlands. I would say that's a good chance. Yeah. All right, thank you. You betcha. Yeah, it's Anna. Do we have Howie? Calling him live right now. From so Metropolitan Transit. I have a question that GLers have been kicking around uh, at the NAC Hardware and Lounge. The light rail train went off the rails. Uh, is this Howie? It is, Joe. It is, Joe. How are you doing, man? How are you? How are you? Uh, I have to know, and GLers need to know, how do you get a light rail car back on the tracks <laughs> um lots of patience and lots of tenacity is the answer joe frankly uh you know for us we thought it would be a, a an easier practice than it was we've had a couple of these derailments um thank thank goodness they're not that frequent they when they've happened before they've been a little less challenging because they've been on the cars that are either on the front or the back of the train. Right. This one was a little unique in that it was in the middle of the of the train of a three-car concept. But, I mean, what literally has to happen? Do yeah. You, do you jack? They weigh 100,000 pounds empty, don't they? 
You're you're absolutely right, and boy, you're you're on you're on the right path. Your garage logic folks will absolutely understand this. You jack it up, you move it a few inches. You jack it up, you move it a few inches. Okay, stop. It. Stop right there. How yeah. is it? How is it moved a few inches? <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's a good answer because it's more than just your back, right? Yeah. Um, we had a hydraulic system helping us out, helping us out to make sure that we moved it. Because the thing about it is, is when it's off the track, you can't just. Even if you scrape it, if you scrape the concrete, right? Right. You don't want to hurt the wheels. Right. If you scrape the rails, you don't want to hurt those. Right. And that's why it took so long. I think after about six hours, we had moved it about not uh, thirty inches or so. Wow. It took, it took some time. Okay. Was the entire car off the ground when it's being moved? Well, like I said, you don't want to do any scraping. So uh, the entire, you know, yeah, but I wouldn't uh, describe it as being. Off the ground, so you could walk under it. Of no, course. no, no. Yeah, I don't mean a, that. But a few, enough. a few inches off, few inches off just the ground. Enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Describe the hydraulic device that does the pushing. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's just like you would see maybe in a shop or something like that. You you set it up and you put it on. You put the car. You brace it up against. You know, you got some reinforcements on the sides, and then you actually just put it up there. You you hit the hydraulic. And it just pushes it out. Some something like you would see, you know, obviously perpendicular to what I'm talking about, but something that you would see as a garage lift or something like that, or or a uh, a skid, not a skid loader, but uh, like a 50 ton jack only squared. There you go. There right. you go. All right. But but human power does not push the jack. That's hydraulically powered. Uh, unless you're going to count the power it takes to push the buttons. Yeah, that's right. All right. Wow. The minute I saw the picture, I had to know how in the hell that got back on the tracks. Well, uh, I had a similar reaction, except it was the minute I saw the picture, I was like, how the heck am I going to get through this day? Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, thanks, Howie. Good luck with the hey. Super Bowl. Stay in touch. Yeah. Hey, take it easy, guys. All right, thank you. I think I get it. Now, now I think you know. It's jacked up. I get that part. Right. It's easy. jacked up. Yep. And then it, it's placed on dollies of some sort. But there's not a lot of wiggle room to it. But you can picture a 50-ton jack. Yes. Uh, and it's slow, and those hydraulics are, you know, it's uh, it's slow and steady wins the race. Mm-hmm. I think I get it. I mean, I knew a crane didn't come in and lift the thing. See, that's what I thought was going to happen. In my mind's eye at first, I thought... That's the only way they're going to be able to lift those and, and get them back on. And they just get it over the rails and set it down. Bing, bang, boom, you're on your way. Only it takes about 10 hours to Not a problem. move it that far, isn't it? Right. Mm -hmm. Is the director of social media there? Yeah. He's Why doesn't he answer the phone? Oh. Not telling him again. <laughs> it's right up there with the, his uh, CAT scan funding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We have to have a bear update coming up. Uh, in fact, you can have it right now if you want. We interrupt this program to bring you a bulletin concerning the bear in Central City. Jellystone Park has turned into a city. Hold it, bear. Hey, look at that bear up there. Bear. Somebody's up there. Come on, a bear up there. All right, look out. Come back here, bear. Don't be afraid, bear. Move this way. Give me your paw. What did you do that for? I didn't buy them. Hey, I'm trying to do a bear update. I'm sorry, but I have a real serious question. All right. If you're going, if you're going to move a hundred thousand pound uh, rail car 
uh, higher, you have to lift it past the flanges of the wheels, and then it's going to have to move horizontally. I'd like to know what they used for a reaction block, which is what the hydraulic jack is pushing against. I was because mimicking the words as there for that. Follow me? Mm -hmm. You know, if you, there's action and there's reaction. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to move 100,000 pounds sideways, that's action. It's reaction is what it's pressing up against. You, what do you get? A, what do you got there, downtown on fifth, fifth and second, to uh, push against for one hundred and twenty to fifty thousand, one hundred and fifty thousand pounds? Well, what the hell? You don't need to push against it. It's moving an inch at a time. But, but Joe, if you're, you have a, you have two ends on the hydraulic jack, one of which is pushing on the train, and the other one is pushing against what? A reaction block. It's something big and heavy that can't move, so that the train does. Aha! Uh -huh. I can see uh -huh. what you. I can see what you mean now. Now you get the picture, Senor. We're gonna get right on it. That a boy. Not. Yeah, you know they fixed it, so let's leave it at that. Huh? Well, the hell with the bear update. It's the end of the world as we know it, but he feels fine. Joe Suchelet. I'm gonna get to that bear update. We're gonna have to wait till next hour. You no, ain't got I, that kind of time now. No, I know, but it's a uh, scramble. Scramble next hour. Friday already, isn't it? It's December. It's December. Blue by. You got what? Three more weeks? I got three weeks of winter left, and then you normal people kick in. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Tom, quickly, please. Hi, Joe. Hi. You mentioned the White House um, being in infested and. Uh, liberals probably brought it up because of Trump. And I, I just wanted to let you know, I'm a liberal, and that never even occurred to me. The White House is a dump. Everybody knows that. In fact, Trump had to work, uh, move out for a couple weeks while yeah. they renovated it. Yeah. So do you think my theory might be plausible? Uh, plausible, highly unlikely. I suppose anything's plausible. Right. I, I, th I think you're, uh might be jumping to a conclusion on that one. All right, thank you. 1,500. ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. I didn't jump to any conclusions. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever. So you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do. So every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free, comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's sentence clarity rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com slash podcasts.